Hello, and welcome to Jokestrap, the podcast with Wes Hoffman. Here, Wes will talk about various things, including life as a comedian and his love of sports. Hence the name, Jokestrap. There is no set schedule for this podcast, so if you end up liking an episode and want to hear more, just follow it on SoundCloud or subscribe on iTunes, and we'll see you there. For now, enjoy this episode of Jokestrap. Hey everyone, welcome. This is episode 45. This is Jokestrap. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, I am Wes Hoffman, and I know why a lot of you are tuned in to this episode, and we're going to get to that reason in a bit. Um, This may be the episode with the most listeners, Uh, (laughs) and with good reason, with good reason. Uh, There's a hell of a story to tell. I'll get to it in a little bit. Um, First of all, I want to say that... um, well, I'm bummed that the Oakland A's did not advance in the wild card game. Uh, they lost. Uh, they lost to the New York Yankees in the wild card game, seven to two. Uh, that was this past Wednesday, <laughs> but that wasn't the only thing that happened this past Wednesday. But anyway, we're gonna get to that. Um, so anyway, the Yankees then advanced to play the Red Sox, and uh, that division series just ended tonight. The Red Sox beat the Yankees. Um, three games to one in the division series. So now the Red Sox are going to face the Astros in the American League Championship Series. And then over in the National League, um, the Dodgers advanced to the National League Championship Series by beating the Braves three games to one. And the other team is the Milwaukee Brewers, who beat the Colorado Rockies three games to none to advance to the NLCS. So uh, those are the final four teams uh, that are vying for a chance to make it to the World Series and win it all. The Astros are looking to repeat again. I, I did pick them at the beginning of the year, saying that they were going to repeat as world champs, so maybe I'll be right. Uh, but yeah, the Astros, the Red Sox, the Dodgers, and the Brewers. Um, so I'm rooting for the Brewers and the Astros to go. Um, and even though I did predict the Astros to win it all at the beginning of the year, I hope the Brewers win. Um, I'm not really... I don't really like the idea that the Astros went out and got uh, Roberto Osuna um, and added him onto the team late in the year, uh, uh, especially with all his allegations against uh, beating his girlfriend or wife or whatever. Um, I don't think that's cool. So that's why I'm I'm sort of anti-Astros this year. But um, when it comes to Astros against Red Sox, yeah, I'm going to root for the Astros still. <laughs> um because it's the Red Sox. Anyway, um, yeah. So that's the baseball picture right now. Um, uh, Wednesday also marked the opener for the um, San Jose Sharks. Uh, they lost their home opener 5-2. Uh, to two. Um, And then they came back and won a game on Friday, um, I believe it was. They won that game 3-2 to two against the Los Angeles Kings. And then they got beat pretty bad um, yesterday. Uh, yesterday was uh, October 8th. They got p- beat pretty bad by New York Islanders. They got beat 4 to nothing. But then today they came back with the flurry uh, in Philadelphia. Uh, they beat the Philadelphia Flyers and that stupid m- new mascot they have named Gritty. Uh, if you haven't seen the mascot Gritty, look it up. Uh, it's pretty stupid. Um, but... Uh, they beat the Philadelphia Flyers today 8-2, to uh, so they really woke up today after the defeat yesterday. So they're at a 2-2-0 record. 
Uh, no need to panic or anything. Um, I think the team will be just fine. Uh, Joe Thornton did land on the IR, though, um, but it isn't believed to be uh, too serious for them. Uh, it's just some swelling in the knee from what reports say, and he should only miss a week or two, maybe. So anyway, um, yeah, that's the outlook on sports right now for me. Um, I know the 49ers have been playing. Can't say I have been, well, I don't even know if you could say they've been playing. Uh, the 49ers have had games. Um, <laughs> whether they've been playing or not is questionable. Uh, it was mentioned in the last episode that Jimmy G, uh, their star quarterback, uh, is gone for the year. He got hurt, so uh, their backup quarterback did not fare very well in this past game, and they've lost another one. So I believe, um, what are they, 1-4 and four on this season? Yeah, they're 1-4 uh, and four on this season, so uh, not very good. The team that beat them hadn't won a game yet either, so that was their first win of the season. Anyway, um, the Arizona Cardinals were the team that beat them. But uh, anyway, yeah, so, and then uh, basketball is still in preseason mode, and when it's in preseason mode, I don't pay attention to it. I do know Steve Kerr got ejected from a game yesterday, and that was in the news. Um, and his reaction was, well, I don't want to be here anyway. And that's how I feel about watching preseason basketball is uh, I don't want to watch this anyway. So, uh, yeah, uh, season's going to start up towards the end of the month uh, near Halloween like usual. And I'm sure the Warriors are going to have a really great season. Uh, San Jose State, um, their football team uh, is pretty, pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> their offense is really, really good, and their defense is terrible. Uh, the San Jose State Spartans scored 30 points in the third quarter in their last game, and then they ended up losing the game 42-30. to 30. Um, But uh, I don't know. It, it's not a good year for the San Jose State Spartan football squad. Uh, it'll be surprising if they win one game, to be honest. Um, I will be going to a game there October 27th against UNLV and not expecting anything at all from the team. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Maybe, I mean, their offense, maybe they'll score a few, but their defense is it's just bad. Really, really bad. Um, so, yeah, that's a look at the sports um, that I'm interested in and... Uh, how it's all playing out right now. Um, so now let's get to uh, the good stuff, right? Uh, the stuff you guys all tuned in for. So this past Wednesday, I uh, hosted my monthly show at 88 Keys Cafe in Morgan Hill. And it was an interesting uh, turn of events. It was an interesting night. So uh, I had Chris Dorn as my headliner for the night. Um, funny guy, f- incredible guy. Um uh, I love the, I love this guy to death. He's a great guy. Um, I, I've always been a fan of his. Never really got to get to work with him that often. Um, uh, but so I was really happy to have him out. And uh, it was also the same night the A's were playing their game against the New York Yankees. So uh, we uh, both got there early uh, to watch the game at the 88 Keys Cafe. And we were going to watch the game until the show started. Um and uh, we get there. Chris got there a little bit before me. I get there after him. And uh, so we're sitting at the bar watching the game. Uh, Ask one of the bartenders to turn up the volume. And he turned it up ever so slightly to where it didn't make a damn difference what he did. 
it was like three notches. He turned it up, and it was like, okay, thanks for nothing. <laughs> what a dick. Um, <laughs> I guess we can't say you didn't turn it up because you did, but you didn't really do anything. Anyway, uh, the regular bartender came in uh, later, and uh, she's like, oh, it was the big game. And she knew we were watching the game, and she turned up the volume like a lot louder. And we're like, thank you. Thank you for that. Now we can hear the game and, you know, watch it. And we still have an hour or so before the show starts, so we're good. Um, then the the owner of 88 Keys comes in, and uh, he goes behind the bar, and he's doing something at the cash register or something. And he's like, what's that noise? And uh, or I think the bartender told him, oh, the game's on, the, so it's the TV volume. And then all of a sudden, he grabs the remote, and uh, he just turns down the volume all the way and says, no one's listening to this. And then Chris is like, well, I was listening to that. And then the owner just turns around and goes, well, it's just, and then walks away. <laughs> and we're both like, what? Like, okay. So I was like telling Chris, I was like, well, that's the owner, but still you know if we were at any other establishment and we asked for the volume to be up on a tv and we were watching the game i don't think the owner at the other establishments that we that we were at would do something like that anyway the the bartender that was working she is really cool and uh um she knew this app on her phone that we weren't familiar with um it was called tunity and uh and apparently you could like uh, scan the TV with the app and then it'll take whatever the the volume is or what not the volume it'll take whatever the audio is for the channel that you scanned and it'll play it through your phone uh, through the app so we through this app we were able to listen to the game and watch the TV it was really weird I still haven't looked at the applications uh, it's, I believe it's T-U-N-I-T-Y Tunity so I guess it's pretty good. I guess if you're watching a game somewhere and the sound's turned down and you want to listen to it, uh, that's a good app you can have uh, if you want to hear the announcers and everything. So anyway, we were listening to the game through the app for a little bit, but then we we decided we didn't want to drain her battery anymore, so we let her have her phone back, um, and it wasn't a big deal. Um, meanwhile, the owner went to uh, go play the piano, uh, like he usually does before the show, and Chris made a comment that he had a, you know, he was like, oh, wow, he went to go play the piano. That's why he turned down the volume. And then, uh, and then uh, <laughs> the owner finishes playing his first song, and Chris makes a comment saying, wow, notice how no one's clapping? No one gives a shit. <laughs> and then it, it, I was laughing. I was like, well, well, it was funny. And then, uh, and then Chris made the comment that he could play piano better than Mark, or better than the owner. Oops, I didn't mean I didn't mean to spill the name, but oh well, I did. Anyway, uh, <laughs> he said I could play the piano better than him, and uh, we were just shooting the shit. It was good. And then uh, anyway, come to showtime, having a start. Um, the main sponsor gets up. Um, we're gonna call him Chet. We'll call him Chet. That's not his real name, but we'll call him that, and you'll know why in a little bit. Um, so 
Chet gets up there and he announces all the sponsors, says thank you to all the sponsors and everything before he brings me up to open up the show. And he did this last month also. And then during the um, introduction, he uh, he says, uh, he asks me actually, he's like, he's like, well, do we got any female comics on tonight? And I was like, yeah, we got one. It was a uh, Gene Yee on this night. And uh, he goes, oh, good, you know, because sometimes those those women are really a lot a lot funnier than those fellas or something along those lines, he said. And, you know, normally that wouldn't bother me. But the thing is, uh, with this guy, every month, um, he every month he asked me, oh, are you going to have any women on the next show? Any women comics on the next show? And he says that he really thinks they're funny. But, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking, no, this guy just wants to look at them. He doesn't care about how funny they are. Um, he'll make comments every time a woman comic comes up to stage, and he'll be like, oh, we got a woman comic. All right, a woman comic. And, like, it's just really weird. Like, every month you can you ask me. I mean, I'll understand. Like, say I booked, like, 12 or booked like twelve months of just men. Then you could question me about women comics. Yeah, I would understand it then. But the fact is, I've been pretty diverse in my booking. And just because I have one month where I don't book a woman comic doesn't mean I don't think they're funny. So the fact that you keep asking me every single month that there's going to be women comedians the following month when I've been booking women comedians uh, is pretty absurd. And it it just rubbed me. It always rubbed me the wrong way every time he would ask me. And I was just I would shrug it off like whenever he asked me, it didn't have any effect on the way I booked the show. I think, I mean, I know what I'm doing. So, anyway, um, so he says that, and then he brings me up on his stage, and, um, anyway, um, I guess, I didn't hear everything, but I guess during the show, he, he was, uh, chit-chatting a lot with his friends, and, uh, making some suggestive comments about people, uh, that weren't, weren't great, um, apparently, um, after B.J. Rankin, a uh, comedian from Santa Cruz, did his set, um, B.J. closes one of his jokes. He, he makes fun of his own name, which is B.J., and he closes his um, set by saying, well, you can suck my dick or something like that. And um, uh, the, the Chet uh, told a buddy of his, hey, why don't you go s- suck his dick, Lee, or something like that. Uh, it's really weird. Uh, anyway, um, so anyways, he's, ch- he's chatting through the whole show, won't be quiet, and Chris is noticing this, and, uh, he's, he even mentioned it to one of the, the owner's wife, um, that the guy wasn't being quiet, and, but, but the owners were, were like, yeah, well, he's a regular here, he's one of the main sponsors, so it didn't seem to bother them. Um, so anyway, uh, fast forward. Uh, to when uh, Chris Storen gets on stage. Uh, and uh, Chris immediately starts roasting Chet right away. And uh, <laughs> the first thing he says to him is something I'm never going to forget because I thought it was fucking hilarious. Uh, I'm in the back by now, so no one can hear me laughing, <laughs> unfortunately. But uh, Chris says, Chris says to um, Chet, he says, oh, look at you. 
and he says something about his cargo shorts or something, but he's like, you're a real Brett Kavanaugh, aren't you? He's like, you're like his brother Chet. You're Chet Kavanaugh. <laughs> and I was busting up laughing. And see, that's why I'm referring to him as Chet. Um, and uh, so he made that remark uh, to Chet. <laughs> and then he, he just kept grilling him. And uh, he brought up how he was, you know, basically... Uh, making these remarks about women and he was trying and he even turned to the audience he's like trying to get the women like to agree with him like well don't you guys think this guy's a douche also and like unfortunately the audience just didn't agree with chris and uh they were all on uh this main sponsor's side um they were on chet's side because i guess he's like the town hero or whatever um but yeah, it, I thought Chris did a good job opening. Uh, then Chris went into his material, and I think just because the audience, I guess they were so shocked by what Chris had done at the beginning of his set that they didn't really respond to his bits very well, um, even though he's hella funny and deserves better than that. Um, and then uh, a little bit later, Chris makes uh, some remarks uh, to the owner, and uh, says, you know, he's a, he mentions how the owner turned down the volume on the game before before the show and how uh, he could uh, play pa- piano better than uh, better than he can. And eventually it got under the owner's skin a bit and uh, the owner ended up getting up and the owner walked towards uh, the stage area, which is next to the piano where he was playing. So Chris is like, oh, you're going to play me off. You're going to play me off. And uh, the the owner just pulls the plug on the mic, and uh, Chris is like, "Oh, okay, all right." And he's still standing there. He's still he's still committed to his bits. He's still committed to uh, ending the show. And uh, the owner's like, "What are you doing here?" He's like, "You you need to get the fuck out," or something like that. He's and he he's yelling at him in front of all the you know people that are there watching the show, which wasn't a lot, but still there's people that paid for tickets to watch comedy and stuff like that. And uh, um, so anyway, Chris is like, "Fine, I'll go." And uh, <laughs> Chris walks towards the door, but not all the way out. And then he uh, says, "I want to see what happens next. What happens next?" And I'm thinking, "Oh man, like." fuck, what am I supposed to do as the host? Like, how do I end this show? Like, the mic's been pulled. Um, so anyway, I just kind of turn to the audience, and I'm like, I'm a, thank you, guys. Maybe there will be a show next month. And uh, anyway, so yeah. Anyway, Chris heads outside, and um, I'm not sh- sure what he said exactly, but um, he said, uh, I guess, something else to the um uh, Chet guy, and uh, all of a sudden I see uh, Chet get up from his bar seat, run across the stage area, pick up the mic stand, and start rushing after Chris. And then he swings at Chris with the mic stand. And uh, fortunately, he missed. And when I got to this, when I finally made it outside, because it, it was it kind of like happened in slow motion to me. I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" And like I kind of. Was trying to run outside, but I was like, "What the hell's going on?" So I went outside, 
And uh, by the time I got outside, uh, Chris had clocked him and knocked him to the ground after he missed him with the mic stand. So um, then this other big guy uh, that was one of uh, the uh, Chet's Chet's buddies, uh, he came out there and uh, tackled Chris and kind of had his arm around Chris's neck there for a bit. Um, Really thankful that uh, Big T was also on the show. Uh, He was outside with us. Um, uh, We get everybody separated uh, the bartender ran out to help us get everyone separated too um so chris um big t and i are are standing there it's funny because like uh we we get <laughs> we get chris up um chris is standing there i think he said some insurance comment uh the guy that was the main sponsor he does an insurance and i think he said something like you're gonna need insurance buddy or something like that <laughs> if i recall correctly he did uh, I may have made that up in my head, though. Uh, but Chris is standing there, Big T standing in front of in front of Chris, protecting him. And then I stood in front of them both, like, "Yeah, I'm I'm a big guy. I'm gonna fight." But I was standing in front of him more because I knew that these people wouldn't hit me, and if they did hit me, then that would be like really fucked up. I mean, it's fucked up already that they went after Chris, but if I've been running these shows and everything, and they haven't had problems with me or whatever. So if they hit me, then, you know, that'd be fucked up. And uh, anyway, I, uh, I I laugh at myself later. I was like, what was I doing? <laughs> anyway, uh, fortunately for me and for Chris, I guess, um, I had gotten the money for, for him that I was going to pay him for the gig, and I gave it to Chris, and... Um, and then he took off, um, and, uh, he left for the night, and then, uh, it was just really insane, and then I went back into the, uh, the venue, 88 Keys, and everyone's like, what, what did you do, what did, uh, they're like, what, what's, what's, what happened, what's going on, and I was thinking, what do you mean, what happened, like, you basically attacked, like, one of my friends, like, <laughs> I was on the verge of tears. I was like, I'm all, that guy's like one of the funniest people I know. And I don't know what the fuck just happened. And then one of the the lady customers, nice lady, she's like, oh, do you want me to buy you a drink? And I was like, no, no, I'm doing this stupid sober October thing. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't need to stay here either. I just wanted to get out of there at that point. The fucking A's had lost their game right before Chris went on stage, too. So I told everybody before that that I was already kind of down. And then that just, like, fucking brought me down more. Like, normally when the A's lose a big elimination game, that's all I think about that night. That's all I think about. Like, I'm like, oh, what could they have done better? What could they have... what what, What moves could they have made differently and stuff like this? But... That whole night, I was just thinking about that incident. I could not sleep. I kept replaying it in my head. I was like, what the fuck happened? Why did this happen? And uh, and I was just like, I just don't want, to happen, want it to happen again. And uh, so anyway, um, it boiled down to me just canceling the show. I was like, listen, okay, maybe Chris didn't handle things like the best way he could have, but... When it comes down to it, you fucking 
attacked him with intent to hurt him. And uh, that being said, it's in my best interest to no longer work with you guys. And I was expecting this is what this is the email I sent to the owner, not to the main sponsor guy or whatever. I'm not going to talk to him. Fuck that guy. But I sent that email to the owner. The owner did not use violence. The owner just pulled the plug and he got upset. But I sent that email to the owner and I was expecting some kind of reply like, yeah, I'm sorry I ended it this way also or thanks for your hard work for this past year or whatever or something like that. But the only thing he replied with was, okay. like, And when he replied with okay, I was just like, well, fuck you too. Like, Listen, I mean, if you're going to be unappreciative of this and ungrateful for all the work I've been doing, then you don't deserve to have this show. Forget it. Like, it that that really annoyed me. Um, so, so anyway, yeah, that's that's pretty much went what went down uh, this past Wednesday at Eighty Eight Keys Cafe. Um, I do encourage you to listen to uh, the That's That podcast with Chris Dorn and DNA, which will probably be released tomorrow, October tenth. They usually release their episodes on uh, Wednesdays. Um, pretty sure that they'll be discussing this as well. I'll be surprised if they don't, but, um, you should listen to it regardless if they talk about it or not. Um, um, Chris's version of the story, I'm sure is a lot better than mine. Um, seeing as I didn't hear certain things and I wasn't in the actual fight itself. So, um, but yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy night. Um, but I really felt for myself and just for the com- comedy community in general that nobody should be doing shows with these people. Um, if they're not going to respect us, um, and if you're seeing a comedy show, you got to fucking know to shut up and listen. But also, if something gets under your skin, you don't attack the performer on stage. There's You don't do that. I mean, Chris wasn't being violent about it. You don't have to be violent just because something rubs you the wrong way. And the fact that you were, the fact that he did retort to violence just kind of shows that what Chris was saying, uh, yeah, he's right. <laughs> it's like, fuck you, you figured me out. Now I'm going to beat you up. And that's what I, that's how I kind of view it. But I don't know. Anyway, it's for the better now. So November, we're not going to have a show. December, we're not going to have a show. And uh, I'll just look for a different venue and start up a show, and that show will kick ass instead. So, they're lost. That's the way I see it. Whew. Anyway. Yeah. So, there's the story for you guys. Um, but again, listen to Chris Dorn and DNA's podcast called That's That, because I'm sure uh, Chris's story, um, his version of the story is a lot better from his perspective. Um. So after uh, the show on Wednesday, I went back to work and my boss is like, oh, I'm sorry about your your A's. And I like drew a blank for a second. I was like, what are you talking about? Like I could even forgot that they lost. I forgot there was a game the night before. This is typically, this is unlike me because usually I would be like all bummed and depressed because of uh, the A's losing a playoff game. But the fight kind of took my mind off of the game. So for that, I'm grateful. No, not really. But uh, it, it was just kind of weird how that that those moments kind of just overtook the whole 
game and didn't really make it matter as much anymore. Um, but anyway, uh, Thursday I went to a show. Um, I went to watch it. Uh, Free Will Brewing Company. Um, I haven't done any shows there, and I just kind of wanted to check out the venue. Plus, I was like, um, I need to get, you know, I needed some some laughs in my life tonight. So I just went out there and watched the show. It's a show put on by an, uh, by uh, Ryan Sadakran and Ryan Goodcase. It's called Good Suds. Um, and uh, what what I didn't know is that uh, the name is based off their names, like Ryan Goodcase. That's the good in Good Suds, and Ryan Sadakran. That's the suds and. See, I just, yeah, I didn't get that until they mentioned that. See see what I learned? I learned a lot that night. Anyway, uh, good show. There's some good comics that were on that uh, show. Uh, Tyler Stannard, of course, Ryan Goodcase, and, of course, uh, Ryan Sadakran, Jen Gonzalez was there. Avery Harmon was there. Um, so it was good to see all them. And, uh, and then Friday night, I went to uh, this place called Mortimer's, um, Mortimer's Rhythm and Brews. It was in uh, Marina, California. It's uh, near Monterey. Um, I went down there. They did a comedy show thing for the first time. And uh, I decided to go out with the... You know, there was a bunch of Santa Cruz comedians that were there. Uh, Cree Powell, um, John Reinhardt, BJ Rankin, James Vergen. Um, they were there. Nicole Tran was there. Susan Maletta was there. Um, anyway... Uh, it, it. I mean, it was okay. It was fun. Uh, not the biggest crowd in the world, and the crowd that was there, they all sat in the back of the <laughs> the back of the sitting area. Nobody wanted to sit near the stage. Um, so it seemed like they had been to a comedy club before. They just didn't really want any part of this one. Um, but yeah, it it was it was fun. It was interesting. Um. Uh. The, the whole mic setup situation at that show was rather rather weird, but uh, that's kind of hard to explain, I guess. <laughs> it's like one of those things you had to be there. Uh, Cree was trying to set up the mic, and then she asked this sound guy, listen, are, are you the one that's supposed to set up the sound? And then he acted like he wasn't supposed to. So then she's trying to start setting it up herself, and then before you knew it, he took over, and he was acting like, what is she doing? Like, that's my job. And then I was like, well, that's what she fucking asked you. And so I don't know what's going on here. Like, I think there was a misunderstanding. And he goes, yeah, well, yeah, that's my job. And I was like, all right. So that was really weird. Anyway, um, but yeah, it was a fun night. I ended up seeing a David Rosenberg come through. Uh, had done a show with him recently in uh, San Luis Obispo, Seven Sisters Brewery. Uh, he was doing a show at uh, Planet Gemini, and he came through. And got a set also at Mortimer's. Um, that was basically when there was only like two audience members left. But whatever. Um, then on Saturday, I went to San Francisco and did the um, the setup. Uh, the setup uh, in San Francisco. It's uh, downstairs of an L house on Hyde Street uh, in the Tenderloin. Uh, so... Uh, what I did is I mapped out where to park prior to the show uh, so I could just park and go into the venue and then leave and then go back to my car right away because that neighborhood isn't the best, to say the least, I guess. Um, but this show was really, really fun. Uh, I had a lot of fun doing that show. 
um had a good crowd and uh yeah i look forward to doing that show again it was a lot of fun um and then sunday i just uh did a little open mic at the pizza factory in willow Glen and uh, worked on a few little newer bits that i've been trying to work on and uh so yeah so yeah that's been uh, the past uh, week or so um what's going on uh tomorrow october 10th i will be at rosie mccann's in santa cruz um be doing a show there that starts at 9 p.m um and then uh let's see another show i have coming up is october 16th at pizza hacker in san francisco um anyway uh that's going to conclude this episode um thank you all for listening um thank you for uh if you're a comedian and you're listening to the show, I just want to say thank you to you as well. Um, I want you all to know that um, I have your back. Um, I'm not, I don't think there's a comedian out there that I don't get along with. Um, I want to see people succeed in this. I'm a fan as much as I am a, a comedian myself. I'm like probably, I don't know, I consider like, It seems like when I go to shows, whether I'm in them or not, I end up laughing more than a lot of the other comedians do. And I don't know why that is, but I enjoy it, you guys. And uh, I enjoy watching it. I enjoy producing it. And I enjoy doing it. So um, anyway, uh, let's all just uh, love each other. And uh, everyone, have a good rest of the week. And I'll see you next time.